It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The podcast Yeah, yeah, we are back in the building Back in your ear canal Black history year still going strong Having a good one, you know. Uh, how you doing, man? Well, first of all, I'd like to acknowledge the fact that you sound a whole lot brighter. And you know what I'm saying? Sound like you're in the world out here, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I'm in the world, man. I'm in the world, you know. I'm out here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. On a related note, shout out to everybody that did hit me with condolences. Much appreciated. I appreciate it. I think I hit everybody back. If I, if I did not, this is to you. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. It, you know. I needed that, no doubt. Uh, but I'm I'm good, man. I'm chilling, you know. I'm in the world. I've been in the world, but I'm in, you know, I'm in the world. Right yeah, yeah. How about yourself? What's up with you? Nah, I'm in. I'm definitely out in the world, man. <laughs> Just got back. Oh from, yeah, from the, yeah. the epicenter of the world, the epicenter of the the pandemic scenario right now. MIA, yo, huh? And down in Miami, you had to go to Florida, so. You know, and that was that was a uh, a trip because you know <clears throat> it's funny how you know the gen pop reflects you know what I'm saying the politics pretty much you know what I mean so if the governor like you know fuck it we ain't doing shit <laughs> gen pop like shit fuck it we ain't doing shit you know what I mean right fall <laughs> like, in line there's very little mask wear out there you know what I mean like they looking at you like oh, hey come a mask nigga. You know, mm-hmm. so so that's now that was, that was funny. Now this is coming from somebody that's been in Atlanta. Like, is it significantly more aggressively no mask wearing, even it, in comparison to Atlanta? Yeah, yeah, it feels that way. See, Atlanta, it was like no mask wearing, like in the club or bars and restaurants and shit like that, because you know you can't drink and mask at the same time. So you know, what I'm saying uh, it was a lot of that going on. Now, niggas was outside, but you still saw a lot of masks. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like you had on a mask and you were strange. So, you know, while, yeah, they was definitely moving around and moving and grooving, but, you know, it, it felt more like in Florida, like, shit, fuck the mask. <laughs> so nobody even ran masks like in a grocery store, nothing like that. Like, it's well, just I didn't everybody. Go to a, I didn't go to a grocery store, but, uh, okay. you know, like niggas wearing masks in the Uber. And you know what I'm saying In places where it's required Where they you know they, But like okay. Just out in the world mm-mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> Recognize that culture Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Well their governor is definitely DeSantis mm-hmm. He is definitely on some old Fuck all that shit This is how we gonna rock right. I don't give a fuck I don't believe the shit that they talking about They saying that we gonna go down where, even though we won fifth of the cases, even though the shits is rising like a motherfucker here, <laughs> I'm still gonna act as though I'm st- I'm not I'm not changing my course. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that's that's hard headed as fuck, but you know what they say. <laughs> anyway, uh how was Miami for you, man? I know you was down there for some some fly shit, so uh fly fly yes i mean it was impactful definitely for me um mm, but you know it's better than fly yeah 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 that's 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 how i would look at it first of all it's always good to go home you know what i mean okay. where it all started and 
again, like when you when you land in Miami, you you realize Miami got Miami got different clouds than New York. You know what I'm saying? In Miami, mm-hmm. the clouds look like they right there where you could just touch them motherfuckers. And that's the first thing I always recognize because as a kid, that's what you always saw. Like you just lived outside under these low ass clouds. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that turned into cotton candy as the sun started set, which, you know, my favorite part of the day. So landing and and just seeing the that canopy is like ah oh, yeah this I'm I'm here you know so th- mm-hmm. that was cool on 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 one hand and then yes I was there um, working on a on a part of the production team on the video side of of um, Dave Chappelle sh- shows in my in uh, Hollywood at the Seminole Hard Rock so the sixth okay. seventh and eighth yeah so we shot the um, the show mm-hmm. and and um. You know that was a dope experience because, for for somebody like me, I shoot a lot of different kinds of people, and but I I can't say that I've shot somebody at like the apex of their career. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like a celebrity at the apex. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You, you, I shoot guys who are you know famous. You shoot you know you shoot famous people. You shoot popular people, but somebody at the apex of their shit like. I had never experienced that, you know, mm. which is a different vibe. Explain. Talk to me. What was different? So, so like, so say, you know, you shooting somebody on the come up, that's one energy. You know what I mean? I'm on the come right, up. Right. I'm on the bubble. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you still got shit to prove. Uh, uh, that's a, right. that's one thing. You shoot somebody that made it up there. Now they kind of leveled off and everything is everything. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother. You shoot somebody that, that came up, fell off, and now they're on the comeback, that's something else. But mm-hmm. I never shot like, you know, uh, fucking Beyonce at the height of, mm-hmm. you, know, you know what I'm saying? In the homecoming era, you know what I mean? Or like right. Jay-Z in the goddamn Watch the Throne era. So it's like you got the, the energy of the room is different. People... Are coming at it with this expectation, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, but the most important part to me that was, you know, that I observed was that, you know, the team, you know what I'm saying? His team and how how they, you know, they own. They they know us. They know what it is. They know what's going on. They they could feel the vibe. They you know they probably been around from when it wasn't popping like this to now when it's all the way popping. You know what I'm saying? You talking about a guy who went through 12 years of being out the way, you know what I'm saying? After walking away from what was his apex then. Mm-hmm. And and so now you got a guy who knows how it is to be at the top, to be kind of blackballed, and now to be back at top under your own terms. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so you know what I'm saying? You see it. Like a lot of times people get to their top and then they hire all these new people and this new, you know what I'm saying? It's this super production crews and all this shit. But he liked the motherfucking shit, economic stimulus to his group of people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's right. just a nigga right. like me. You know what I'm saying? It's like that call ain't had to trickle down to a nigga like me. That could have easily went to a big company. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it mm-hmm. did. You know what I'm saying? And they, they, it's like they, Making they creating these opportunities to create some whole new shit, which was which felt dope. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, okay. 
You know what I'm saying? You see the, the guys who he got opening up was the guys who he had at his house mm-hmm. when he was performing in the quarantine and shit. Just like they right. worked that shit out during the pandemic and now they taking that shit on the road and everybody's able to get their money and eat. So mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I I fuck with that energy because you could it you could feel it across from the motherfucker who's setting up the shit to put up the phones to the the guy who doing the security. Then, you know what I'm saying, at the at the end of the show, this was cool too. He was like, Yeah, I just I just hired some new security, you know, like bodyguard type niggas. And he brought mm-hmm. the dude out, you know what I'm saying? Cause one of them is one of them birthday and shit. You know, so, mm. so, you know, he like, you know, this guy, you know, started his company, da 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 da. We bring him on. Now he making seven figures going around the world protecting niggas like me. You know what I'm saying? It's two brothers, you know what I'm saying? Young cats, you know, buff, big, you know, all in shape, you know, but they don't look like, you know, like your street security cats. They look like, you know, they can handle themselves. And then he, mm-hmm. he, you know, he, he's, you know, he talked about the guy and how his skill set. And then he was also like, you know, and he could sing. He can sing like an angel. So mm-hmm. he made the dude sing. The dude ain't want to sing, but he, he he sang a song. Like he sang, I don't know if it was Luther or something like that. He sang some shit and everybody went crazy. I thought that was pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To highlight a nigga and his new company and, you know what I mean? And, and give him the light. It's like, again, economic stimulus, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was cool, you know? So again, that's all the shit that I took in. Like, yo. That experience mm-hmm. was like, it reminds you of like why you want to do shit and get big. So you could, you know what I'm saying, spread that shit out and bring your crew, you know what I'm saying, make your team strong. It just just encourages you, inspires me to build like that. Right. Right. Now I hear that. I hear that. We could spread it out, help yeah. the people. I yeah. That's what's up. So that was How'd dope. you get the call? We'll talk about that, or do you want to talk about that? I don't know. You was, <laughs> I you mean, was like, oh, it, it was it was a it was a roundabout way because I got the call for actually for another city, but okay. because they're trying to you know do it local like local market shit. But I was you know somebody was like yo Ali's right there in New York. You know what I mean? So I got mm-hmm. the call for another city, but mm-hmm. again I'm not in that city, so it right. was still some travel costs that would have been on the table. You know what I mean? Um, right. But they ended up finding a local company to do it. Got it. But then, shit, I doubled back to the nigga who called me because he was already set for the dates in Florida. And I doubled back uh-huh. to him. I was like, shit, listen, <laughs> you got a spot on your motherfucking team. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, right. I pay my own travel. I get myself there. You know what I mean? And he was yeah. like, well, shit, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's how I went. I, I, fell, I fell in under his... Under his team okay. You know what I mean okay. But right. to me It was worth it Because one You're gonna still make a profit But two You putting yourself In a situation And mm-hmm. I always say Work begets work So mm-hmm. Shit If I gonna One gonna be working On those three days I might as well be working mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially In a situation like that Where like I said I've never shot nobody At the top of their shit I wanted right. to feel that shit So Right, right. So I made it happen, and um, that's what that's shit. It went down. So it was a good time. I don't know. I mean, yeah, how much yeah, it was, it was about? It, okay. It was a great time. I can't really, I can't talk about the okay, show itself, you, but you, you know what I'm saying. You, but <laughs> yeah, but it was definitely a great time. You know what I mean? Um, All right. 
it was it was weird because I know you're a comedian, so you right. you, you were just in Atlantic City, mm-hmm. and I never you know what I'm saying I never been to a show like in casino. In a casino. Oh right, they was at the Hard Rock, right? Yeah, okay, so, gotcha, gotcha, and, gotcha. Yeah. And that casino, it just it was like when I was coming up, that was just like the uh, Seminole Indians reservation, and they right. they were allowed to have a casino because they got their own rules and you know that's their reparations and shit. And right. and so it was just like the Seminole Casino. It was regular. It wasn't like you know what I'm saying it wasn't Vegas style. It was like a regular casino. Yeah. So I guess they. Did some type of lease or something, some type of situation with the Hard Rock. Mm-hmm. Hard, Hard Rock built the big guitar hotel, which is dope. That shit's like like a one casino Vegas, you know what I'm saying? So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that, I was like, shit, one stop. Yeah. yeah, they're like, oh shit, these motherfuckers done turned this shit out. And then from what I understand, it's like the Indians they be flexing, like they come through with Lambos and all that shit, like. So, uh-huh. so they they got their reparations, buddy. Uh, so that was interesting, anyway. Just to see the transformation of that space, but then, you know, just to see everybody fall in line with the Vegas style environment. So before niggas just show up to that bitch, you know, regular people smoking cigarettes, you know, playing the slots. Now niggas be. And they Versace and big, you know, Cuban links and you know what I'm saying? Niggas dressed like they going to Vegas in that bitch. Right, right, right. I can dig it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'd never seen so many fake booties in one place in my life. Wow. That was one observation. I'm like, God damn. All kind of odd shaped booties, but you know, they getting it in. Um, another observation was that that shit was like the interracial dating capital of, of you know what I'm saying of Florida or some shit cause it was like seemed like 70% of the people couples that was there were like black and white or you know what I'm saying black and something else or you know what I mean so it was, it was, a, it was a it was a dynamic that I had never witnessed before you know what I'm saying and then uh, <clears throat> I talked to one of my people who happened to be at the show the first night it's like yeah shoot I don't Went on a first date with 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 a with a white man before. I ain't never been out with a white man before. But he had, <laughs> but he had tickets to the show. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! I'm going. Yeah. Oh shit! So that was that was you know what I'm saying. But that casino energy is weird. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's right. it's a lot of flexing, but then it's it's lightweight, aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. So like I'm shooting. And and the way where I was at, my position was down like on the floor in that first little section from the side. So, you know, these like the people who paid a high ticket price, but it was very aggressive. Like they come in, you know, <laughs> it was a lot of little skirmishes going on and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of little aggressive energy. So like I don't beefs that. like little little yeah, tussles, like little, little beefs and tussles, tussles Ooh. and shit. It was you know what yeah. I mean, like you know yeah. it was like niggas coming, like people coming in with this very entitled, aggressive energy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So one cat beefing with his girl, and I'm standing right here, like damn, it's a lot going on in this little space. Like you know, right before the show, you know what I mean? There's a couple right. little things that happen, but it was it was it was a. Uh, 
a weird dynamic and I know you've you've done casinos and shit so I don't know if you observed that type of energy in your um your dealings with casinos well I've seen some of that I've seen like you know to that point of like the the little front row cats you know those are the people that are like the high rollers as they call them right the people that spend a lot of money at the casinos mm-hmm. oftentimes them people get comps a lot of times because they spend a lot of money at the casino so Therein lies the entitlement, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? If they, you know, you say, I, listen, I spent a lot of money here and I'm typically rewarded by, you know, you know what I'm saying? They often feel like they're the show, you right. know what I mean? There's that. And then there's also to consider, you know, most of these people still come to the casino to gamble, right? Mm-hmm. So they might have just came off of a bad roll or a bad <laughs> hand. They might have lost a lot of money <laughs> and they come in there to get a few laughs and so they don't go jump out a window. You right, know what right. I mean? So it's a lot of little, you know, offstage context that you might not get. Like they coming in there, they done lost their mortgage. You right. know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's the possibility of that. Right, right, so, right. You know, it's a different entry point. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, I, I, ain't th- I don't, I ain't think about it like that because again, I, I don't frequent the casinos, so, mm-hmm. yeah, but I did observe that type of energy. Yeah, yeah, casinos are not my thing, man. I'm not a, I'm not a gambler. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I, I realized that every time I go, like this last time I was there for, full week. I did not. One is also COVID, so I wasn't. That's where the crowds be. That's where everybody mm-hmm. kind of, you know, there's no real social distancing around the tables. You know what I mean? Everybody moving in slow and like moving in close. It's a lot of desperation in the air and COVID, you know? And um, <laughs> I'm not really trying to, you know, I don't really like just gambling my money away. You right. know, like just, it could go like that. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> into it. I'm not into that. But, uh, and, and it's not as, it's one of those things, like, if you take a cursory glance, it look real nice. All the lights, you know, people, you the little the little yelling, yeah, you know, people winning, people are mm-hmm. dressed pretty nice. But certain casinos, like, you know, I haven't been to Vegas in a very, very long time. So, I mean, I've been to a bunch of local casinos, Foxwoods, AC, you know, places like that. And uh, what they don't always show is... The, the like large population of like old people that are there with like oxygen tanks. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like they're just sitting at the slots, smoking mm. cigarettes with an oxygen tank, like and just looking <laughs> and they'll be there for hours. You know what I mean? Like that is that that type of vibe you don't really like that ain't as sexy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, I think that is the majority of a lot of these places I go to. Those are the people that are really kind of holding it down. All those high rollers, people that are dressing up, getting fly for it. You know, that's that's kind of like the you know that's the dressing, mm-hmm. but or the, the the icing. But the true cake is a lot of those retirees and people that have finally you know cashed out on some type of you know, retirement or annuity or something like that, and they out there with their money, and, you know, they, they don't have no real people to give it to sometimes, so they just like, well, I'm going to spend this shit on me. You know what I mean? I'm going to be on these slots for hours. That's like fishing, because there's mm-hmm. really nothing you could do. It's just you being patient, hoping it's going to hit. Like, I don't think there's much strategy, and it's just about, you know, I feel, I feel it feels like it's going to hit. I feel mm-hmm. like if I leave this this chair and it hits, 
I'm going to be sick. So I'm going to stay here and I'm going to order to my little chair. I got my I got my cigarettes. I got my oxygen. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got nowhere else to go. I'm going to do this. And it feels sad. Right. But, uh, you know, anyway. Yeah, I, I experienced that in Vegas the first time I went to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, and we were staying... At the Golden Nugget, so on the old side of Vegas. Right, right, okay. So off the strip. Yeah, off the strip. So, uh-huh. um, it was terrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you could literally see that I I blew a mortgage on people's faces. It was like mm-hmm. people who, you know, what I'm saying you see a guy sitting there with his with his luggage. You know what I'm saying? Either he done ran out of hotel money or, you know what I'm saying, he was supposed to go home and, and never left. You know, he's just sitting there with his luggage, with his hand in his head, with his head in his hand and, and just looking scratched. And there's just a whole bunch of them looking like that. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that that didn't feel too cool. It feel different when you on the strip and you in Caesars and shit like that and there, you know, like you say, it's the lights, it's the Versace store and the Gucci store and the whoop whoop thing, a lot of Rolexes and chains. You know what I'm saying? But when you get that, when you take that deeper look, <laughs> you look yeah. look off table and be like, wait a minute, these people, <laughs> it's a what problem. Is this? <laughs> what is this? This is filthy. Yeah, it's the underbelly. Yeah, man. Mm mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit is tough, man. It's a gamble. It'll right. remind you. It'll remind. Right. It'll, it's a stark. It is a stark contrast between the winners and the losers. <laughs> it, is, it is. Pay attention, especially but, when um, you can't afford to lose. <laughs> no, no, and that's the worst. And that's the thing people don't realize until it's too late. Oftentimes, you know, like you know, you go with what you could afford to lose, what you could afford to gamble. Don't go there. Thinking this could change your life. Don't right. go there. Like this can't be your plan A. This can't be. This cannot be your business plan. You know what I mean? Because, whoo, it's gonna be a, a fast track to bankruptcy, and nobody really wanna. They, nobody really wanna hear that. You know what I mean? We we here under the guise of a good time. Nobody want right. to get that energy. You know how you know how especially you know how you be particular about your energy. I'll be particular about my energy too. I'm not gonna lie. Nobody <laughs> want that loser energy around when they trying to make some money. They trying to win. That is the last thing you want. Nah. People when people be on it though at the casinos, you go in the little in the little elevators and stuff, as people get off the elevator, they be like, have a good night. Go get them tonight. You know, they mm-hmm. they be trying to keep the goodwill going. But if you taking a bad one, whoo, stay away from me. Cause I don't need it. I don't need it, man. It is mm-hmm. a lonely, lonely existence when you when you down. You right. know? So I guess that's why when people come back, they might come back with a skirmish and they kiss my ass attitude. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it was one cat. It was one cat. He was beefing with his. He was like they was like a couple, two couples, and mm-hmm. and you know he was him and his girl got to you know going back and forth and. You could tell he was at the edge of his intelligence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what my pops say. That's why niggas always get in trouble messing with their girls because they, cause they, they get pushed to the edge of their intelligence and they don't have no reserves. So mm-hmm. he was at the edge of his intelligence. You know what I mean? Because she'll say some shit and he'll just, 
you just start looking like you're about to pull his hair out. He's so frustrated. He don't know what else to do, no one else to say. You know what I'm saying? He really want a choker. You know what I'm saying? But, he, you know, his homeboy trying to get him to calm down so they don't get kicked out. And, you know what I'm saying? And so they was, you know, then, then five seconds later, he'll lean back in and he, he did a thing where he put his arm around and, you know, almost like was about the, you know, where you could put it around her neck and pull her in or some shit like that. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, shit, what, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Where's the security? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so... So they, she they, looking at you like I hope you get this footage. Nah, nah, she, nah, she, nah nobody can see. Please. I'm in the cut. I'm in the cut. They, you know what I'm saying? They couldn't really see me. So, so I'm like, damn, this shit about to get crazy. Somebody need to come get him. Then you know, of course, the the people in front of him is like, oh, I'm going to tell. And you know, you know, a couple of shut the fuck ups and uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. all that little yeah. shit like that. And then I guess he decided to let me just walk away. Before yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? So, cause you know, they came over there, but he was like, uh, I think he, he looked like Dominican, but he was, you know, he was a big dude. He wasn't no small joker, you know what I mean? And he wasn't right. like a, you know, old white guy or nothing. You know what I'm saying? He was, right. he was like a strapping young man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the security, they was a little old. So they came over, they assessed the scenario and was like, hey, I ain't finna go and fuck with him. <laughs> let's go get the tape. <laughs> yeah. Shit, let's go get the real backup and shit. Right, right. <laughs> we, we, hey. So he, yeah. he eventually, after they left, he kind of tipped out on his own. And uh-huh. um, he came back later, you know what I'm saying? By the time, you know, the main event was happening, he was... He was under control and back in his seat, but mm. just a lot of little little energy like that. And I was like, "This, this is crazy." Yeah. But, but that's not to say like the show was dope and you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. energetic and everybody had a great time. It was just this little section yeah. at one of the days. That's crazy. How many days you do? You said three days. Yeah, it's three days. That's good. It was dope. It was dope. That sounds cool, man. Sounds like a good one. I'm uh, definitely going to ask you some questions offline. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> nah, but I, I I didn't get to meet him. You know oh, now? Nah, 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 nah. He, he okay. was coming down the way, and uh-huh. and I was I was about to, you know what I'm saying, step in and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, again, he had the two, <laughs> new, he had the two new security niggas. You know right. what I'm saying? And the only thing went in my mind was like, shit, I don't want to get body by a singing nigga. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> turn, my, <laughs> turn my ass back around. <laughs> back to back. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. And you still got your shit you've been wanting to say since you seen him at Lennox. Remember that? Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah. Legend. Yeah. Yeah, Legend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I had a whole other one set up. I knew what I was going to say. But, okay, but them niggas was so strong on it, man. I was like, I ain't yeah. finna fuck with these niggas. These niggas is on it. <laughs> it was his own FOI. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? For real, yeah, them niggas is on it. So I, oh, I, man. I, you know, I, was, yeah, you know, man. just shot them what up. They kept it moving. <laughs> Keep it moving, hitting with that head nod. Can my mm-hmm. man sing though? Was the big dude? Yeah, yeah, singer? he could sing. That's, that okay. was the whole point. The nigga really yeah. could sing. Oh, well, that's that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> that's crazy. That was crazy. Oh man, that's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. That's a good joint. Yes, sir. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I've been chilling. I ain't really doing too much. I've been over 
last few days. Well, I mean, you know, we did the funeral last week, mm. and um, it was interesting because you know we went to go to view the body the day before, mm-hmm. um, and it did not look like my grandmother, which is disappointing. Mm. But which I will say, it made it you know sad. To, not sad to say, but you know, weird. Weirdly, it made it easier to handle because you kind of felt a little disconnected. And obviously, you realize this is just the flesh anyway. Mm-hmm. But, it, mm-hmm. you know, like last time I see this, she was alive. So, you know, this, you know, I was kind of bracing myself to see that to be in that moment. She ain't look like her, like for real, for real. Like it ain't look like her at all. And I mm. was, it made it easier to endure. So there was that. So now, these last few days, We've been cleaning out the crib, cleaning out the apartment, and, you know, this is 60 years of mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? Stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm a hoarder. You know what I mean? I know where I got it from. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, got, I, I, I see the direct line where I get it from, and it's just, it puts things all in perspective because, you know, it's funny. We was having these conversations, me, my, my family, my brother-in-law, my sister, you know, everybody, but, um, First, we were talking about just religion, right, mm-hmm. and and belief and all of that. And you know, belief is just as, is only as strong as your faith. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you believe in, it's how much faith you put into it to where you, you know what I mean? That that's how you can draw from it, right? So similarly, it's the same thing about the the things that you accumulate over your life. Right, and I was using your your phrase, the Museum of Life, calling mm-hmm. it the Brownsville Museum of Life. We're going through all of this stuff, and I mean, there's you know, there's some you know, and I'm already I could be sentimental. I already knew she could be sentimental. You know, that's part of the the crux of hoarding. There's sentimentality, then there's also like investment pieces. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Whatever, I ain't throwing that out. You know, it's a lot of this <laughs> type of thing, but um. It's just so funny because after you're gone, the worth of what you've accumulated is really deemed by whoever's there to sort through it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's up to me now. Like, I'm looking at, like, there's mad photo, like f- photographs. And obviously, if I recognize some people, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, we'll put them to that side. But if we right. don't know who they are, they kind of, you know, it's a wrap. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you just... <laughs> No, I mean it's that is the that's the sad truth of what happens when it's all said and done. Like mm-hmm. it beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You know right. what I mean? Like unfortunately. So and it's crazy. You know, we only a couple days in. It's gonna be a while. We're only a couple days in. Um and I, I think as of overtime I'm saying this, overtime I think the sentimentality will kind of you know, wean a little bit, like you get more in in tune with the task at hand. Cause you know, if you just stay there saying, ah, you know, nostalgia and everything, you're just doing a lot of reshuffling, which I'm known for. You know what I'm saying? When it's time when I gotta clean the clutter at my spot, I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm gonna throw that out. Cause da, da, da. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it just puts things in perspective, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it's cool so far, you know, just Coming across, you know, just different eras. Like, again, like, this is a life. So you just come across different eras, different achievements. Like, even things like that. Like, 
plaques. Like, I don't even know if they still give out plaques like they used to. You know what I mean? But, like, plaques on plaques and certification. You know what I mean? Like, these, these were things that was given at, like, a ceremony. and You know what I mean? But, like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's just, it, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's got to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody else really want your plaque. You know what I'm saying? Like a couple, you know, it's fucked up. It sounds it sounds cold and harsh, but this is the if we would divorce ourselves of the relationship of what it is and realize that it's just stuff. It reminds me of that whole George Carlin um, bit where it's like there's a difference between I forget stuff and I guess maybe junk. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, oh, that's my stuff. It's mm-hmm. junk. You know what I mean? Like, but it's just it's really who's interacting with it. And, um, but you know, like just to see certain things, like, you know, I'm seeing obviously photos of her and then I still got my grandfather stuff who passed six years ago. So there's a lot of his stuff cause they didn't really purge much of that. Mm-hmm. But then there's like, you know, old photos of my mom's. And it's funny because, you know, my mother was my mother, like my mother had me in her thirties. So I only know my mother from like her thirties to like her forties, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To like, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, like when I see her as a kid or very young, mm-hmm. my only connection is, oh, that's my mother. But it's just wild to see the life she was living prior or even my grandmother or even my sister. Like to mm-hmm. see before you were around, you know what I mean? This is this is what life was like. And these were the moments or whatever, whatever. There's stuff like that. What I did like and... um Similar, it goes kind of to your point about Chappelle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, and beyond just this, you know, and just in general, I've been thinking a lot about service. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. giving service, like, being of service to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, like, uh, people say, you know, how you live your day is how you live your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like um, just being of service, right? Just helping people out. So I'm looking at, like, there's so many different correspondences, you know, people that are uh, writing or thank you letters. Thank you for, you know, that letter or thank you for sending that money or thank you for saying this or thank you for this or, hey, I'm just calling to see how you're doing or writing to see how you're doing and da-da-da-da-da. And there's people that mm-hmm. are sending you know, pictures of their kids as they getting older. Like, you know, my grandmother in particular, like she was, um, she was one of these people, like write letters and, and keep in contact, correspond with a lot of people. And was, it was there for, or at least available to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's a cool, uh, legacy to have, even after you're gone. Like that's a cool legacy to have. It just, you know, there's, and then, like, there's boxes of stationery that wasn't used, but, you know, just on deck. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because, like, you know, it used to fascinate me. Like, she'll never miss a birthday or none of that type of thing. So, it'll be like, oh, wow, you just got different stationery on deck. And then it's funny. Like, you know, as the years have passed, the presentation of stationery will go, like, will be dated. So, like, there's, um, there was a... There was one thing, dang, I'm trying to find it. There was one thing I was taking, 
I was taking photos of a lot of stuff because that's my other thing. That's how I can. That's how I um, negotiate my hoarding. I'm like a digital <laughs> hoarder now. You know what I mean? Like I take photos of stuff while I scan a bunch of stuff rather than mm-hmm. hold it down. But there was this one thing I'm gonna try to find. They had um, it was these. Oh, here they go. Yeah, it was like some greeting cards. And the greeting cards is a box of greeting cards, and it just says "Greetings for Men," <laughs> and it's just, <laughs> and it's just like the card. It's just like a, like a river. It looks like a river, like a rocky river with like a couple little, not waterfalls, but like little small little waterfalls. What the thing is, it's mad rustic. It just looks real masculine. And it's just, this had to be from probably like the 70s or something like that. But it's just funny how things are presented. Greetings for men. It's like, all right, let me go ahead and send this man a greeting card. Let me find his sensibility. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it's just cool, man. Just to, you know, just to do service, to be there for people. Like, even beyond, I was listening to... um, uh, Just a bunch of people. Not even into point anybody out but like that's always something that you know you always hear about people being available to people you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like um and i find like where's maybe back in the day not to say that it'd be a burden or even an inconvenience but like you might be like all right how can i okay, i gotta make sure i do this or you know what i mean people always you know kind of side-eye the people that want to quote unquote, pick your brain or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a blessing that people would want to, you know, uh, ask you for help or advice. Because as we've spoken before, asking for help is really like a, a humbling act. It's a vulnerable moment. It's a big deal for many. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So if somebody chooses you to say, hey, uh, can you help or do you have any information on this, any insight on this, or can I run this past you? I want to get your, your, you know what I mean, your, uh, your feel for this. Mm-hmm. One, I think it keeps you active, keeps you relevant, you know what I mean, keeps you in the mix, in the conversation, you know what I'm saying, but it keeps you, you're a bit of a resource, and I think it's just like, you know, like when, um, it's like with taxes on a certain level. It's like the more taxes you made, I mean, probably that means you made a lot of money. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So like the more, you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a, it's an honor to pay these taxes. It's a pleasure. It's, <laughs> I feel good that I have to pay all these taxes. That means somebody paid me all this money. Right. And it's just like, yo, I've experienced this. I've had a life that I've led or I have things that could, I got wisdom or whatever that I can impart. And maybe mm-hmm. not even just wisdom. It might just be there just to lend an ear and give a bit of perspective. But the fact that people are like, hey, you know what I mean? You got a second, you know, like rather than looking at it as a burden, look at it as like, yo, now nah, I'm here. You know what I mean? Like I, mm-hmm. I really... I rock with people that um, that not only make themselves available for other people, but also the people that pay attention to how the world works right. and can kind of put things into context. And, you know, like we always talk about, you know, historians or whatever. I was just listening to, um, uh, shit, I was listening, matter of fact, I was listening to my man uh, Dallas Penn, and he was talking 
He was on a sneaker podcast. And, you know, there's people that are sneakerheads, and then there are people that, like, do the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? You know, some 5% of shit. Like, that people that know, you know, Saucony used to be spot built. Like, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know of both companies, but I didn't realize that, that was, they were once, one was once the other. You know what mm. I mean? But just, oh, yeah, and this is what's going on with that is this, and just a little just a little deeper and, and could give you a little bit more context and you know what I mean? Could kind of color the scene a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like I was just, that's just a, a like most recent uh, uh, example of what I'm talking about. But you know, like, man, it, it says something to be there for people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, mm-hmm. not to, to get super long winded, but um, you know, it's yeah, that's, that's, that's something that like I'm. That's one of the takeaways that I've been getting from these last couple of days, and even prior to all of this, just in general, um, you know, I've been I kind of like uh, I've been kind of looking at that, looking at that, like because sometimes, because sometimes you you want to contribute. Sometimes you feel like you know the only contribution you could give is content, or you know what I'm saying. And sometimes when you're in a, a stage of downloading or, you know, or like planting seeds, you know what I mean? You could still be of service to others. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you could still feel like you're doing something. You know what I mean? Maybe you might not feel uh, flush or maybe you're building on something. But in the meantime, to kind of maybe quell that little bit of, anxiety of damn well what's what's next what's the next thing i'm gonna do you know be there for other people help other motherfuckers you know right. get involved but so. that's that's the way you know what i'm saying they always say if you want to especially like the, you know you're here if you want to get rich help other people get rich or whatever but it's, mm-hmm. it goes the same across all the the economic spectrum and all of the interpersonal spectrum so it's not always about getting money and all this stuff but it's about <clears throat> your relationships in the world, your relationships to the world, you know? Right. So it's yeah. definitely like, even, even in my, in my space, you know what I'm saying? At a certain time, you will, you find yourself helping a whole lot of people. And then people are like, man, you help these people, you help these people, man. What's up? You know what I'm saying? You, you, you should be, you know what I mean? And then you say, right. well, fuck that. I ain't helping nobody. I'm going to do my shit. You know what I'm saying? And then you start trudging down this lonely road to do your shit. And then the magic ain't happening how it usually happens. You know what I'm saying? Like it happens when it when other when you like it seems like you help somebody else and then the magic just happens. You know what I mean? And then when you just trudge along by yourself, the magic ain't going along how you thought it should. You know? But then you then you realize, then you like then you settle back in, you just start doing your thing, you ain't worried about it. Then somebody eventually comes along, needs some help. Yeah, fuck it. You know what I mean? Fuck it. You know, you do what you normally do. Woo, woo, woo. And then you start to see the magic start to happen again in your world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so you have to, when it does start happening, you have to appreciate your own little magic, even if it's not providing you that end result that you're looking for at that moment. You know, you have to appreciate right. Just the magic in itself without the big uh, reveal at the end, you know, because it's the accumulation of those magic moments that takes you to the end result or whatever it's going to be. You know, it's it's like saving and investing. 
You know, it ain't just saving money and, and getting interest on your money. It's it's investing in other people, investing in actions, investing in, in helping. And that interest comes back to you. You know what I mean? And it compounds. And then next thing you know, you know what I mean? You're rich in that type of energy, which helps you get rich in money. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's still magic. Like you said, right. you know, these magical moments, you're still performing magic. It might be on a smaller scale. It might be one to one, but it's still magic just the same. And that person felt like what you did was special. Right. Like, um, Mm-hmm. Similar to that point where you like you have people like, yo man, you need to be on the, you know what I'm saying? You should be da 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 da. Uh the cat that was interviewing him had that same type of analogy. He was like, yo, um, you know, he was like, his man's was like, Man, you should be more lit. For all the time you've been doing this, you should be more lit. You should be, <laughs> man, you should be shit. You should be up there with like Dallas Penn and da 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 da. He was like, he was like, you know. My man is dissing me, but at the same time, <laughs> was funny. he said, my man is dissing me, but at the same time, he putting my name in the space with people who I didn't even fathom being in that space. Right. So it's almost like a testament to how they see you. Right. So, you know, because it all comes down, like I said, it all comes down to the eye of the beholder. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know what I mean? So it is what it is. Cause when you gone, it's just a bunch of people giving their testimonials. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, you know, it could be a small thing, but when that story is told, and if it's told, if it's told artfully, it feel like a big thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you might as well, you might as well keep doing you and not look for money or validation or whatever. Cause that will come. You know what I'm saying? At some point, if it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, but you not you if you're not doing it for that, you know what I'm saying? Because that's also that's also an end point. You know what I'm saying? If you put a dollar on what you do, what do you do after you hit that dollar? You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, well, damn, do I not do what I do anymore? Do I got to reconfigure my worth again, or just mm-hmm. do I fall in love with what I do? You know what right. I mean? Let that be the payoff, right? You know. And that and that was one of the, and that's like I'm saying that was the moment that you that I was witnessing with Chappelle. He's a guy right. that got the he got to the money, all the money right. that they said he walked away from, so called him crazy, all that shit. He got to that shit, mm-hmm. and now you get to see what he's do with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And what he's doing with it is is still working the craft, employing people that's close to him. You know what I'm saying? Employing. A whole bunch of motherfuckers he don't know. You know what I'm saying? A la me. And right. that shit, you know what I mean? That shit is, that you can see that it ain't, it's no longer about the money no more. Now it's right. about the craft and the people who right. actually do this craft and motherfuckers I fuck with. You know what I mean? So that that, that was a, a good thing to see. You know what's so funny about, particularly about Chappelle, like, some of the most um, successful comedians, like most wealthy comedians in the game, you know, they admire Chappelle's freedom. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And a lot of them are like, you know, he's got the freedom because he's not, you know, for whatever. And people make it whatever. It is. You know, he's not tied to anybody. He gets to say what he wants to say and da-da-da-da-da. And, you know, it's just interesting that to that point, it's not about the money, right? Even this is somebody that's 
got all the money, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, doing the same thing, and they still like, you know what, not to say they would trade it in for that, but they see the value in what's going on with Chappelle, or like you said, the craft of it all. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Right, because yeah, he got to the money, and he's still doing more of the same shit right. he was doing before. Right, 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 right. Got the freedom. Yeah, man. You just, you know. So you got to love what you do, whatever you're doing. You know, that's the moral of it all. You know, love the, uh, love that process. Love mm-hmm. that process from Popeye's. Anyway, <laughs> um, oh, shit. Yo, you know what I did notice? This is some shit that I've noticed, but I, I really, I was like, I don't talk about this. Um, you know, I love pizza. I'm a pizza head, right? I like mm-hmm. pizza. And, um, but one thing that I, what I realized, I never really put it into words, but I love pizza by the slice, obviously from New York, you know, that's the thing, but pizza by the pie makes me feel rich. You know what I mean? Like when I, like I'm dead ass. When I can get a whole pizza, like a whole pie, like, and I see them cut it up and they put it in the box, old school style. If they, you know, use the little, the little, uh, the twine and, and wrap it up or whatever and a nice little bow or whatever. Yo, mm-hmm. it it brings it back to pizza parties. Like it's something about cracking that box open and just seeing a full fresh pie. Mm-hmm. Like and not just to the head. Like you bring it, I'm bringing it to some people. We breaking it down, but it feels like a feast. It feels like a win. Like it feels good. The only the only downfall about it. Outside if you get it delivered, but you know, most a lot of good spots don't really even deliver unless you like really close, unless it's a commercial spot. But mm-hmm. like only thing that could kind of the only real drawback about a whole pie is you know, by the time you get to your destination, it's not that fresh out the oven pie heat. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You gotta reheat it or whatever, and that that could maybe compromise it, but like that reveal, that look. It's something about that, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like it, I just, I really like just distilled that thought recently. I like mm-hmm. forever. I've always felt like, oh yo, like it's it's a it's a moment. Like yo, let's just get a pie. Right. I bet. Like it just feels like we did this. You know right. what I mean? Like we're not piecing off. Like we Look, we went all in. Is it is it because in New York you usually typically when you run into pieces just a slice? Yeah, I think it's just a slice, and I think it has also to do with, it it has a lot to do with that, but it also, I think maybe it even starts as a kid, Mm because like in school, when you're young, if your class is good, if there's no attendance problems, or if everybody scores high on the test, or whatever, whatever, we're going to have a pizza party. And mm-hmm. it'd be like, it's like revealed this big ass pie. Like you like, wow. Yeah, because typically, you know, it's often get yourself a slice of pizza, especially if you're a kid. You're not going, you know what I mean? Like you're getting a slice of pizza and you probably can't even eat the whole slice. Mm-hmm. But like that was like probably the the reference point for my first encounter with a big ass pie. So right. every time I see it, like I, I maybe I even look at it like a pizza pie could feed a whole classroom. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, <laughs> and 
And even like even later, <laughs> this is this is almost sad. But later on in life, like when you first start, like when we first when I first started doing comedy, like a lot of these little um, open mics or whatever, or like little small shows like open mics, they'll say, "Yo, uh, yeah, come through for the oh, come through do the open mic." You know what I mean? You pay whatever, get you a beer, but it's free pizza too. And they'll mm. take a pie and they'll cut that shit up into about 30 different slices. <laughs> It'd be so terrible. It'd be just a little sliver. It's just, it's just what it represents. We got you in here with the with the little sliver of pizza, the promise of pizza. But um, yeah, man, I thought about that the other day. I went to um I went to New Park mm. out of Howard Beach. That's a good, that's a good pizza shop. Right. And I bought a whole pie and uh I felt like Mookie. Walking down the block with the with the pie, you know what I mean? With the pie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, nah, no, no, I, I I get I understand exactly what you're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. But that that reference for me began. We we moved from Liberty City to Scott Lake, which is now in Miami Gardens or whatever. And of course, you know, this is a mostly it's all white at the time. This is the reverse of gentrification now. So it's like the white flight era. So you get to this place and they got all of these things, you know, all these services and grocery stores and hardware stores and all these things that are, you know, nicely placed. And on the special occasion, you would go get Marcella's Pizza. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Which is like on 163rd. It was on 163rd in North Miami Beach, right? Which wasn't too far hop, skip, and a drunk. Marcellus pizza was you know it was fresh pizza you know what I'm saying with the real mushrooms on top of you know what I mean was it like the canned mushrooms just thrown about it was like right. you know I could right now I could taste it so when you yeah. do like you open up that pot like you said the box with the, with the motherfucking steam right. coming out that bitch and mm-hmm. you taste it you're like damn we you know what I'm saying we are in a we transported ourselves into a new dimension you know what I'm saying cause this is right. not Pizza Hut you know what I mean I don't oh. even know where we got pizza from before then it, it had to be like a long trek to a Pizza Hut or something so that was of course it was cold by the time you really got to it and mm-hmm. but Marcella's left that whole shit in your head of what pizza should be like and it's um, I guess it's like crack you just you know what I mean? Every time you you want to experience that same thing every time, but you know that's an era, a bygone era. But you know you still go for it. I, so I understand what you're talking about. Now that you yeah. say it, I had to think about it, and it was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, man, it's different because when you get the slice, they reheating the slice anyway. Like when you separate your own slice from the pie and all of that. I mean, it's a whole thing, man. Who get the last slice, all of that shit. Yo, <laughs> shout out your favorite pizza shop, wherever you at. If you're listening and you rock with pizza, shout out your favorite pizza shop. You know what I mean? Where you get a pie at. When the last time you got a pie, if you're feeling us on this. Yeah, I want to I wanna hear about something, you know. But, <laughs> let, me, uh, let me see something. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? A little engagement, a little pizza engagement. Maybe we'll have a pizza party on the pod. Um, uh, what else is going on, dude? Like I was pizza party um, on the pod. Pizza party on the pod. That's a lot just for the honor for the alliteration. Um I was gonna say, yo, I started watching um 
this show called Fleabag, right? Now, Fleabag's mm-hmm. been out for a while. Mm-hmm. I've seen it scooping up a bunch of awards and all that. I might even tried to watch it once before, but for whatever reason, it didn't grab me. Mm-hmm. But um, I sat down a couple of days ago, just sat, and I watched about maybe four episodes in a row. Yo, it's funny, man. I'm I'm enjoying it. It's funny. It's a slow bugged out show. It's on Amazon Prime. What is it about? Uh, it's like it's about this woman who single woman who lives in London, and it's a like a I guess a British London, you know, British type of comedy. Typically, that type of humor don't get to me, but I think I may destroy you. Kind of help open the door. That and all of the. Um, the uh, what's my man Steve McQueen joints that he did the uh, mm-hmm. what was the name of that series I forget the name of the series but you know what I'm talking about with Lovers Rock and all of that but um so it's about this woman she's single she uh well actually she's not single she's like on this off and on relationship with her boyfriend they break up off all the time she <laughs> opened a cafe with her homegirl like one of her real close friends who commit suicide, but didn't really mean to commit suicide. She was trying to be dramatic and wound up dead. Oh, so no. they, they, yeah, they opened up a cafe together. And, uh, and like, it's dark comedy. So mm-hmm. even as you say, like, the plot, it, like, it might sound like, ooh. But it's, it's, just, <laughs> it's just, it's funny. So she got this cafe. It's not doing well. It's kind of failing. She's going, like, she goes to get a loan, and loan officer get into it. He rejects her, actually kicks her out the thing. So she don't get the loan. She's too proud to ask her sister, who's making a lot of money, for some money. So she's kind of like struggling in like silence, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then like it's just her interactions with like her sister and her sister's husband and you know her boyfriend who they break up and they, they get back makeups to break up type of thing. Um, there's flashbacks of her and her homegirl, you know, how they kind of got like that kind of set the scene for how they got into the whole partnership with the cafe. There's moments in the cafe where you see how it's, how terribly it's doing. Then it's just her in the world. And it's a lot of like her breaking the fourth wall, kind of saying, yo, this is like, this is what's going to happen here or whatever, whatever. And it's just, it's funny. It's funny. Like it's real, like. It's it's just funny. Like it's just this um real dark comedy. Um maybe like in the vein of like and I ain't really watch Shameless, so I can't even say, but like um there's a word for this type of um uh debauch. I don't know. It's like you know, like um I don't know if depraved is the word. Like just just like it just you know what I'm saying I don't even know I don't even want to jump out the window with a word that I don't really all the way got the handle on I think it could apply but I don't want to do that um, but it's just like it's just just the fact that she is her life and her contending with life you know on the on the terms that it's given but her like kind of her commentary on this shit and seeing her just go through this shit that when she be breaking the fourth wall, you know what I'm saying? It's like her winking at us, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know this should look crazy or I'm wilding right now or I'm about to do some dumb shit or here goes some bullshit, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, and it's funny. It's funny. It's like, you should check it out. It's a couple of, check it out, see what you think. You'll know within like one or two episodes if you fuck with it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm getting to it late too because the shit, like people <laughs> been on it. Like, oh yeah, flea bag, da 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 
you know, every time, like, if I come to a lull and I ain't got no shows, I kind of, like, shuffle about, like, trying to figure out, let me see what I'm, what I missed on, you know what I mean, what I missed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, the shy just ended not too long ago, so, you know, there's kind of room for something to, to watch. And I was like, yo, let me try this flea bag situation again. Let me see. I heard good things. Right, right And I'm right. rocking with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's two <laughs> seasons. Yeah. On another note, on some other, speaking of that, like, and I, I bodied this real fast. Another show that I was kind of hearing about, but I didn't watch. Um, there's a show on Showtime called City on a Hill uh -huh. with uh, Kevin Bacon and Aldous Hodge where it's like 90s Boston. They It's like a cop show, like a cop mm -hmm. drama. Um, Aldous Hodge is like a district attorney. Kevin Bacon is an FBI agent. And this is this is like 90s era Boston. Kevin Bacon is like a, like kind of a scumbag kind of <laughs> FBI agent. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yo, this might be the best acting I've ever seen Kevin Bacon do. And I can't even remember how many. I'm sure I've seen some Kevin Bacon shit, but like, this performance here, him as Jackie Roar, mm. like, it's out of here. Like, he's killing it. He's killing it. The kid Aldous Hodge is doing his thing. Like, it's, it's good casting around. I just, I, like, ran through, like, two seasons of that real fast. But that shit is good, too. If you got Showtime, check out City on the Hill. That's, they, I think they shot, like, a couple of scenes over in, in Brooklyn. <clears throat> there was, you know, you know how you know they had a little setups and shit, and then um, right. you read the sign on what what they're shooting. And um, mm -hmm. City on the Hill had been over here a couple of times shooting in this little yeah. boutique. I think one of the locations was this little boutique. So, okay. but I didn't know, I didn't know what it was. It was just, you know, yeah. just shoot, yeah. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yo, Kevin Bacon, yeah, playing old Jackie Roar. He's good with this shit too. He's he's good on that. I shot his sister before. His sister. Oh, yeah? Yeah, his What's sister, sister is a big developer. Was a big developer okay. out of D.C. I think she, okay. like, um, her big shit down there is the wharf. Yeah. You know, where they did the mm. whole wharf over and they got a whole little shopping scenario and clubs and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So that was her shit. But, you know, she, you know, she was kind of, she's almost like, you know, she was doing some shit in some, um, like low income neighborhoods and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. my man Zakai Free, you know, he was kinda putting some yeah. stuff together to where you bring the community in and make sure that everybody's on the same page about shit, so to speak. So mm -hmm. um, you know, she was uh, one of the more uh, uh progressive developers. Not as, you know, fuck fuck them all and just build tear down and build type of situations. But mm -hmm. so but I think the wharf was her like Retirement like this, so I'm gonna do this my grand situation and step away from the game type of shit. Swan song. Yeah. Oh, Eleanor. She older than Bacon. Kevin or younger than Kevin? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She related to Kevin. She's within the six degree. She's like one degree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, that's what's up. Yes, sir. Um, did you watch uh, Power? Of course. Oh, okay. I you know I know. I gotta make sure. I know you in the world out here. Yeah, yeah I had a lot. Of, I had a lot of airport time, a lot of delayed okay. flights, type of scenarios okay. that that held okay. me down. You know what I mean? That's what's up. That's what's up. 
So what you think? Let's talk about it, man. Let's get to the recap. I'm actually fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? While yeah. you know, it doesn't have that same snowfall type of texture. I'm mm-hmm. fucking with what they're doing, and I'm fucking with how they're capturing that era. I know I say this every time we talk about it, but mm-hmm. they they're doing a the shit. They they doing a good job, man. You know, yeah. It's um, they you know they fill up a lot of holes where the other power had. You know what I'm saying? I guess taking a fresh start, starting in a new era, you could you know right now they're filling up a lot of space that um that power. Got close to You know what I'm saying This one is there And, and moving forward with it But yeah I'm, I'm fucking with it And um I, I like the acting I like You know what I mean I like the old Fuck up Marvin I like his coming out This week You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Yeah <laughs> Almost a redemption Almost Almost like, but he, he's still Fucking up now <laughs> Yeah he's still, he's still fucked up But you You still like You can see He know how to handle himself Even right. in the midst of a fuck up you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I like that. We got like, ah, shit. Let me, uh, mm-hmm. Joey, badass. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm feeling his energy because yeah. while he looking like Bobby Brown to me, every time I see a nigga look like Bobby Brown, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's actually he's really embodying that era's energy, which is not. Mm-hmm. If you weren't there, you you don't really you can't really understand it sometimes. How, how amped up shit was, you know what I mean? Because like, right. if, you, if you grew up in this era, everything kind of chill, you know what I'm saying? You know, even the, even the streets is more chill. Like, but in that era, everything was amped up, and everything was a ah rah rah. It was a lot of rah rah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In the yeah. 80s and yeah. 90s, like that cocaine era was really embodying that energy of hype. And, and, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And and a lot of yelling and a lot of you know what I mean, <laughs> especially mm-hmm. first time I came to New York in '92, and you see like the dope boys on the on the streets or whatever. It was a whole lot of aggression and a lot of um whole lot of talk, loud talk, like you know what I'm saying. Yo, B, mm-hmm. you said you said get over do that, do that. A lot of you know what I'm saying, berating your mm-hmm. your crew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's embodying that whole energy right now. So yeah. I, I'm fucking yeah, with he that. He definitely, he definitely spazzed on him. He's definitely, he's on the verge of like really, like melting down a little bit. Like he's 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 frazzled right now. She got him, you know. It was he's cold blooded. Like when he had to kill his man, he was mm-hmm. like, you know, you my heart. He was like, I love you. He was like, I love you too. After he shot him, I was right. like, after he was oh. dead, <laughs> the, the nigga was dead. I love uh, you too. I was like, oh <laughs> shit, that was wild. Um, but go ahead, go ahead. What else? No, no, no. That I mean, you know, for the this was when we get into the spoilers part of the s- section of the show. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> FYI, uh, yeah. Um, that was one little plot hole that 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 tripped me out. He went ahead and, and killed his best friend. From right. all the way back You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Without no real proof Or whatever But then mm-hmm. After the fact Kind of like This got Rocky sp- Smelling I smell Rocky All over this You know what I'm saying Like well damn mm-hmm. Why you killed your homeboy <laughs> Nigga if you figuring it out Why you ain't wait To figure it out Right Right I, But I guess Oh that's, was that In relation mm-hmm. to what happened With um, Yeah Yeah Cause you know what I'm saying He was saying How the fuck They figure out About the drop Right Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. 
Was his man the one that was given? He was like, yo, 5 Was his man the, the lookout? I'm have not, to go back I'm not to sure that. if it was a lookout, but okay. that wasn't, a, you know what I'm saying? Rocky, Rocky put the police on that shit. Yeah, no, no, I know that. I remember that, but I know in the at the point where they were staking the spot out and the guy was doing his his recon, he's driving around the block like yeah. he's supposed to drives around the block three times. Yeah. It was one, I guess he was a crackhead or whatever. They had one cat that was like out on the streets mm-hmm. that was like a lookout. I wonder, because I know his man was, he turned into a crackhead. I wonder if that was his man. Mm. Who was the guy? I would have to go back. Yeah, I would have to look back at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Or well, y'all let us know if that was him. But um, yeah, that's interesting. Like he was so quick to pull the trigger on his homie, and then he's he's slow with the Rocky situation. Mm-hmm. One, I guess, I think maybe two different things with that. One, you know that Rocky thing is gonna be it's gonna be tough, even though they got their their manpower. You know she's a she's a tough foe. They know that, mm-hmm. but then two, because I think they said something else came about later on where they said, you know who peoples that is. But then also going back to what we talked about last week, you know, there's like especially back then, if you was a crackhead, like the respect level is so low. Right. Like people didn't really speak to like people who treated crackheads like they wasn't real people. On right. a certain level, like you know what I mean, which is in retrospect horrible when you think about it. But well, it's like, damn. But, damn. but that's how the drug had people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The drugs had people where they weren't behaving like real people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was like sapping your whole pride, your everything out of you yeah. to where people were just doing shit that was like people were human. It was subhuman shit that was going on. Right. And you slave and, to the drug, yeah. Yeah, you slave to the drug, and it's whatever. Like you know, I do whatever for this thing. Right. So, again, the people that that you're that you're going to to buy this shit from, these are the people who he's around. He's observing that they're behaving in a subhuman fashion, and I'm gonna, and I'm also behaving in a subhuman fashion as we're here together, and mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But in this hierarchy. I'm above you because I don't do that shit and I'm not, you know what I'm saying, doing whatever for this shit. It was a right. tough, that shit was a tough era. Yeah. That shit, you know, we haven't seen nothing like that since then. Even though there's yeah. a, a situation now with the opioids, it's not like that. It's not as like out in your face like that. Like it's, it's it still feels like a, like a, like it's not littered with like everybody out and wilding and going crazy. Like there's people doing it, but it feels more I don't say cloistered, but it definitely there's a little bit more privacy amongst it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you're not on front street with it. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. Um Yeah, man. I see old old stepfather symphony starting to Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, his, you know, I'm looking at Symphony like Kane in a little bit. Like, I, like, this is my thing. Like, I'm trying to be, because I, I can see the thing, like, you know, Rocky, especially he's like, look, I want to have a life too. I get it. Single moms, you know what I mean? Like, look, I want to smile too. Like, I remember she said that in maybe the last episode, and I, I feel that. It just feels a little, and it, look, maybe it is what it is, but like, 
My man just in his drawers in the computer room. Like, I get it, but like, come on, bro. I got, I, this is my computer room. What's up? Who is this guy? Yeah, that was that that like, Symphony fault. She told him to go up there. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at her, like, with that, like, you know, like, yo, you know, listen, hey, FYI, my, you know, my son be in there. But I guess they all thought he was at school. Yeah, so, he's supposed you know, to be at school. Yeah, I guess that is. It felt grown, very baby boy. It's grown it felt very time. baby boy. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. You walked in on a moment. Yeah. This wasn't for you, kid. You were supposed to be in homeroom. Yeah. I just I and just think yeah. I'm waiting for the switch up, you know what I'm saying, when he reveals yeah. who he really is and shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause if not, it's kinda it's kinda boring. If he's just a regular cat Really a, really doing this urban planet With nothing else going on so I'll be sure ass Yeah <laughs> Speaking of I'll be sure You see Young Crown That's Yeah, that, that's that's, look, yeah. yeah, yeah Quincy yeah. Young Quincy Playing uh-huh. Crown Yeah That's yeah, what's that's up cool. That's uh, what's up it's, it's a good look which, man It's a good look I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm enjoying it man yeah, you know. no, nah, that's cool, man. I'm trying to think. I got any any um, little pulls from it. Um, uh, my little thing, uh, jukebox and her pops both have a thing for white women. You know what I mean? Marvin <laughs> and jukebox. You know what I'm saying? Is that? Uh, I, I peeped that. Uh, oh, that was shit. a funny scene when he was like, "Oh, I ain't no cuddling ass nigga." You right. know what I'm saying? That's like, just bad, funny. I thought, I thought, I thought you said you mess with with, with brothers. She's well, like, "Yeah, right." She, yeah. I do. I mess with a lot of brothers. Yeah, I, brothers, niggas don't cuddle. Right. <laughs> she was like, I, yeah. "Lots of, lots of brothers cuddle." <laughs> she take an LT and we out. <laughs> <laughs> Take it LT and we gone. Um, I don't know if you could relate to this, but like in the scene where uh, Kanan cooked the spaghetti for his moms, mm-hmm. and they put it on the table. That white casserole dish with the blue flowers, right, right, right. Is, that's a black classic, bro. That I is, remember that. Like, yeah, they that did is. that. Whoever, uh, that's yeah, whoever a found that, like, yeah, salute to them because that, that, like, whoever in the props unit. They mm-hmm. found that. They sourced that. That was an old school joint. Yeah. Um, only only thing that I haven't seen like in a in a film uh-huh. yet. I haven't like like that. That's that's some shit. That's classic black. Um, yeah. One of the things I haven't seen in a in a film yet that I've seen mm-hmm. growing up. Every time you see the pictures of like your parents in the club and shit like that, they all you know. Mm-hmm. I guess the picture man used to go around to the tables and take the pictures and shit. It's always this red candle with a net around it. Right, right, you know right, right, right. That yeah, shit was yeah. omnipresent in all yeah. of the hood <laughs> club pictures. Uh-huh. You know what I'm right. saying? Ambiance. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that yeah. one yet, but that that's that's uh, another classic in that vein. That's funny, yeah. That's that's definitely that's definitely something somebody got to recreate. Um, what else? The white woman, the PR lady. At this point, she has no redeemable storyline. Like they got to do something for her because she's bugging. Now she's starving the dog. Like she's just young coke. She's. I yeah, I guess, but you know, like give her some depth. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't even get to see her really get her PR on. Like, it's got to be a reason she's in position. I guess she worked yeah. for Homie, who we still haven't seen. Hugo. You right. know what I mean? But, like, she, you know what I mean? Like, but, we see it getting high and, and wilding or whatever, being rude or whatever. Yeah. But uh, it just feels a little one note with her. 
Well, um, it's it's now you know you have to pay you have to look at the fact that this is where we met Symphony. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Fucking with her, you know. Right. So I believe that their storyline is coming. You know what I'm saying? Right now they building they building. Oh right, okay. You gotcha, know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So mm-hmm. I think this week was Marvin's coming out. You know what I'm saying? This is where you right. can see more in depth of his character as opposed to them just talking about him. You know what I mean? Mm. So you get to see a little inside of how Marvin move. You know, um, you get to see the the other brother who you know was supposed to, he the hard one, but you see how soft he is with his girl. You know what I'm saying? He know that shit is a play. He know that shit it ain't right, and he you know what I'm saying he let her talk him down. You know what I mean? And mm. you know that shit ain't right. Something something ain't right. You know, yeah, something ain't right. I did appreciate the fact that she, you could see she's going for hers now. I don't know if she gonna start smashing the kid crown to get famous, you know, now, in the mix, or she's just, huh? Yeah, now, no, go ahead, go ahead. I didn't want to mean to cut I'm you off. Cu- yeah, I'm just curious if she gonna go that far. It felt like. You know, it looked like it was just a hug. I see what it is. I'm playing. You know what I mean? I'm flirting or whatever. I don't know if I'm going to go all out. I definitely want to see my brother get on, but I don't, I'm not going to sell myself short, hopefully, at this yeah. moment. Cause right. What made me think that is because when they went outside and she didn't kind of like try to spin it, she was mm-hmm. accountable. Like, this is what it is. This is how I see it. And I know I said what I said to you, mm-hmm. but look, I can't wait for you to get popping. You know what I mean? I see it for you. I see you got the potential. If you want to do it, you could do it. But until then, I'm going to be fucking with the cat that's doing it. Right. You know what I mean? What you think? That's that crack era ambition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that crack era ambition, a lot of times led to, you know what I'm saying, slick moves, you know, a lot of morals Mm -hmm. went out the door. You know what I mean? And my thing was with that scenario, it wasn't her per se, but if you listen to the lines that, that he ran, like you know, we gonna have to be working real close. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, yeah, no, he was so, pushing up on her. Yeah, so so it ain't just. I'm not just speaking to her. She's putting herself in that position, and she mm-hmm. probably know what that position is. But she also letting homie know that I ain't I ain't about you when it come to this. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Which you know what I'm saying? Which is which is. Which is a little slippery because he brought her there, you know what I'm saying? Right. On on yeah. business. And and after that encounter, he kind of broke it down. Like, listen, this is, you know what I'm saying? This is business. This is what we doing here, not that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she doubled back and did it anyway, you know? And mm-hmm. obviously, he likes her to a point where, well, you know how these storylines go to a fault. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. he walk in, you see what it is like. Hold up, your whole instinct gonna be like, wait, hold up, this what the fuck, motherfucker done double back on the name, even say shit that 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 whoop whoop whoop. You know what I mean? And that's already like red flag, red flag. And then you know, she definitely didn't spin it, but she ran it straight ahead, which let you know shit. This this what I'm on. And you could you could say, nah, I ain't with that shit. Or you could go along with it. He went along with it. Yeah, for now. Which, which I think is is opening up 
his storyline. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giving him a little bit more something to talk about because yeah, he he's super cool, right? Yeah, he needs but he he's super supposed to be super hard and super. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, on point. He open off a of huddle. Yeah, he open. Mm-hmm. He open. Yeah. So I yeah. think. As far as storylines go, that, you know, that's going to take us to somewhere. But, you know, I don't want to get it confused where I'm saying that the woman shouldn't have no ambition and all that. I'm saying in this right. particular scenario, the way it's built out, you can see uh-huh. where it's a little slick and slippery. Got it. No, I feel you. I got a, I got a few more things. So I got I got a question and I got a prediction mm-hmm. for uh, um uh, and then I got a couple other things, but just since, since we on that, because I know you said last week, and I know fifty, and they, and there's been a bunch of little jokes. I guess the joke is that famous is not that good. He's always whack. It's not that yeah, exactly. good. I know you no, no. saying. So so this is my question. All right. So I guess it's saying. I guess it's the point that because the thing is he be having the energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He be trying. But I guess he's, he's falling short or whatever. Um, my thing is, one thing that I saw, I'm curious if this is going to, even if it's going to be key or anything like that, was like when he spit his verse, his man was like, yeah, some of that shit was cool. A lot of that was whatever. But you need to tell that real street shit, that real da-da-da-da-da shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if he going to get a little too confessional and damn near start snitching on the mic <laughs> and out some motherfuckers, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, on wax based on, you know what I mean, trying mm-hmm. to be a little bit more authentic. Right. That's one of my predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so what else I got? I like Davina. I like Davina. Not as much as Kanan because he's be playing himself, but, uh, <sighs> you know, I can see why. I can see why he dig her. I didn't like that she, you know, she folded. Obviously, she's she's... Loyal, she wanted to see her moms get redeemed, and I thought one of the, I thought I thought uh, Joey Badass might have had one of the funniest lines of the night when he was talking about the spot up of Utica. He was like, "Shit, make me want to become a bass head so I can get away and relax." Right. <laughs> that shit was hilarious right. on that rehab. Right. Well, you, uh, you can't yeah. blame Davina. She not in the game. You know what I mean? Nah, she not in the game. Kanan. In the game, but he not he don't know what the fuck going on. He is he's the call. He's gonna be the his one move has been the cause of all the dominoes starting to fall. You know? Yeah. So he he the one Sloppy. ran his ass out there and he in the spot. You know what I'm saying? That I thought that was like the, you know, I, I mean they did say it was the stash house, but in my mind I didn't think that was where they kept their, all their shit. <laughs> Even right. though that's they what a stash everything. house is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, I just right, didn't, right. you know what I'm saying? I, I'm like, damn, this nigga went outside of the stash house. To, ah, yeah. He don't even yeah, know. No. He don't even know that he gave up the location and gave up the whole situation. Maybe that may spin back. Maybe not. But he is the cause of all the commotion right now. Yeah. Nah, he moving sloppy, man. I mean, because he don't uh, know shit. Yeah. Um... Jukebox, you know, on her alone life. You know what I mean? <laughs> One woman, you know, she went dolo out there. Got a little bit of car, got a little bit of karma though. That was cool. Right, right, Dude right. let her rock. Gave, you know, gave the the the, the um, bomber the home girl. That was cool. But uh, one last thing I saw, which is kind of crazy, it's uh, <laughs> you know, I, I love all of this shit, 
It's something to see nigga in closed captions a lot. <laughs> like, that shit is... I have it on closed captions sometimes, and they don't not. There's no N-word. There's no asterisk. It's just nigga this, nigga that. And it is what it is, but it's just hilarious. I was like, wow. It hit a little different. But, uh, I'm <laughs> all like in. that Zola uh, nigga in yeah. the theater. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm, I'm a fan. I'm loving the show so far. You you said it's you had a question. Really no, that was the question. Was oh. that it was a prediction? It was a prediction. Oh, prediction. Okay, okay. Yeah, right. I don't think I had a question. It was a prediction. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll the Davina character always. Oh, you had an answer? <laughs> no, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have to change. Yeah. Ask the question. I was just yeah, ready. I was yeah, prepared yeah. to have an answer. <laughs> right, 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 right. Davina, I got a question. You remember Davina from back in the days that was signed to Loud Records? Nope. She had that song with uh, Raekwon. What was it called? Um, so right. Um, what was that shit? Every time I, every time I hear um, so good, I think. Every time I hear um, every time I see homegirls named Davina, mm-hmm. I yeah, think so of the, good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of the, the old school. That record was popping back in the day. That was a good joint. Anyway, ah uh, shit, man, we did one and a quarter on them. I feel good. How about yourself? I'm feeling great, man. There you go. There you go. We ain't even really get into that uh, that uh, D Block versus Dipset. I mean, everybody done recapped it so crazy. I'm but just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, dope. I gotta. Yeah. I mean, we might as well just say something just for you. I know, mean, come on, speak to <laughs> it. Speak. I, well, first of all, I gotta say, I gotta say, I fucked up. I, I obviously. Bet on the wrong horse. I will say this. I will say this. If it was in old school versus fashion where they were just playing the records, mm-hmm. I think Dipset would have fared better. But when it came down to performing amongst the people and going all out, oh, it was ugly out there for them, man. Like yeah. the locks, they put on a clinic. They put on a yeah. super clinic. Now, I mean, and particularly Jada, like that, that right. shit, that really helped his legacy. Not that it wasn't, it wasn't oh. nice anyway, but that shit, woo wee. Nah, that's as fat, yeah. as, as Fat Joe say, the prices just went up. You know Absolutely, way but up. I was saying this all week since you know it came yeah. out last week after we did the show, but I've been saying since I saw it again. I didn't, I didn't know how it was gonna go because I wasn't as invested in that. Right in New York music at the time, um, but I I will say Jada Kiss had the advantage of having done verses before. You know what I'm saying? Truly which yeah. which which may seem slight because it wasn't performing, but what he did know, he understood that every move you make on verses is being. You know, talked about, mm. you know what I'm saying, observed. You are, everything you do is open for memeage, you know what I'm saying, for criticism. Right. So every every move counts. And you can see in his uh, efficiency, 
that he made the most mm-hmm. of every move. He wasn't drunk like he was on the first one. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't smiling and <laughs> nah, he was serious. You know what I mean? He was he was focused. I think he said he did an Adderall, nigga. <laughs> he definitely was. said, yo, I'm on Adderall. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> that nigga yo, went straight for focus. He, he went all the way, was limitless. That's an endorsement. I would love to see that. Jada kiss for Adderall. <laughs> I'm outside. Yeah, nigga, that that he went for it. focus. He was like, fuck that. I drink afterwards. So yeah. I think they had a distinct advantage in that. Also, they have an advantage of being probably still friends, at least. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> still, yeah. still cool enough to, you know, follow a game plan. Right. You could tell them niggas, them niggas is, you know what I'm saying, in name only. Like, like shit, yeah. I got my own situation over here. Cam doing whatever he doing out in Miami or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. It was like they couldn't get together to do shit. You know what I mean? Real divided, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Even even when somebody rapping, you still got somebody talking in the background. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, golly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fellas. Yeah, so, you know. Um, Cam forgot his freestyle. Oh, that was oh. And nigga started yelling yeah. D block on him when he, he like he, he just waved a white flag at that point. Mm-hmm. He just waved a white flag. But the energy was there, of course. Um Um I, you know, you you just forget how much classic moments, you know, verses always make you remember the classic moments of a song and, and different things. But when what Jada did best was improv offer their mistakes or their comments you know what I mean and because they were prepared it was easy to do so if you know when Cam talking about you know he was talking about this is hip hop you know what I'm saying you don't rap over the shit and Cam you know Cam was saying his shit and he was like nah 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 fuck all that fuck all that yo tech drop that shit and motherfucker drop that down who shot your beat Mm -hmm. (laughs) over Went crazy. Went Over, crazy. Dog. You, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what you going to do? Or, hey, or the flurry, which I, I kind of feel might have been staged. Or the right. flurry after Jewels was like, right. y'all don't got no no songs for women. He was like, right. hold up, what? And they did a, like, right. a super medley. Right. That felt a little bit like an alley-oop. But, yeah, uh, it, you know, it, it felt like they played they, well. Yeah, they felt, it felt a little staged, but... Because Jewels and, and that team was so slurred, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It didn't come out right. It probably was on a script somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they didn't, it wasn't well executed. It was like, you know, him talking shit and then them bouncing off of it as opposed to, you know, what it probably should have been or what it was thought out to be. Right, right. But that was all after. The massacre had already occurred. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that was that was that was man. That was after dessert. That was like insult to injury. They had so much shit. Like it, it felt like they had even more in the clip still. Like, oh, they did. It was. Oh yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. But, so uh, yeah, salute to D Block. They really bodied that. You know right. what I mean. Shout out they to Dipset too. Yeah, yeah. You know. Shout out to um, Styles P. Promoting the little farmer shit, I, I thought that was yeah. that was ill. I didn't know he had the little supplement line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. like big farmer, but little farmer with the F. That shit was dope. 
Um, yeah. You know, I felt proud to have juices for life at the end of the block. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, shit, I went and bought me a juice. Just oh, on GP, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I appreciate it. I like that. I like that whole what they represent. Like it's the evolution, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of like what we were talking about. It's just the evolution of man. You know what I mean? Go mm-hmm. from the wild shit from wild out to like, nah, come get a juice. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Come get you some uh some sea moss. Some you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 man. We all about health is wealth now. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> I, and I, I still don't understand the tonic game. You know what I'm saying, because I don't know the names of the shits. You took oh, me to yeah. get some before, but I don't know the I don't know how to order the shit because it ain't on the menu. This shit yeah. just like some under like I, why is it under the counter? Like <laughs> it's yeah, not like it's, it's drugs. It's just like some mm-hmm. special menu shit. Yeah, it's some real cryptic. You know what I'm saying, some real close to the to the vest type shit. Get what works, and you hope, and you just taking their word that it works. You right. know what I mean? Like, it, you know, I don't know if a lot of that is psychosomatic or whatever. It feel like it worked though, but yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to all of that shit. Yeah, that's a that's definitely a uh, a piece of the culture. No that doubt. is uh, is definitely uh, is definitely uh, has some integrity to where it is staying the same as long as it's been around. It ain't. It's not really diluting what it does to your point. Yeah, it's not gonna be a whole lot of explanation. Mm-hmm. Ain't no menu. It's very. If you know, you know. Right. You know what <laughs> I mean, which I appreciate. I appreciate that. Right. But uh, any last words? Health is wealth. It is. I will right, well, look. Tell a friend to tell a friend, and even an enemy, to get in the conversation. Be out. Peace.